<laughs> I was I was actually in Great Neck. I was waiting for the for the train, and then I, I bumped into my friend. And then he's like, "Hey, you gotta check out this this podcast. It's run by these two Persian girls." I'm like, "What's this name?" It's like, Persian girl podcast. I'm like, "Phenomenal name." Very, <laughs> it's like it, it says it says everything it's about in the title. Uh, but he's like, "Yeah, but it's disgusting." Hello, uh, welcome to the Persian Girls ASMR podcast. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, we're rebranding, guys. Okay, this is episode eight. I think I can't count. I don't it's know. episode eight. Well, yes. we this is very special because we have our first male guest here with us today, and we're gonna let him introduce himself. Uh, so I'm not gonna say my name during this podcast. Uh, but I'll tell, I'll say things about myself. So I was born uh, in Long Island. Um, both my parents are Persian. How old are you? So Four. I'm. Tw- Twenty-one. Okay, cool. So Can I just interject? It's like grinder. We need to know like <laughs> <laughs> location, yeah, gender, sure. age. So, uh, <laughs> twenty-one, male, um, from Long Island, born, raised in Jericho. Uh, both both my parents are Persian, uh, but my mom uh, was born in the U.S. and uh, but my dad was born in Iran. Iran. When did country. when did your dad move here? When he was sixteen, and uh, oh he, wow, he it's actually, so pretty young. Yeah. No, that's pretty late. Sixteen, really? My parents moved here when they were young. Actually. Um, really? What, what age? My yeah. dad left Iran, I think, when he was about six or seven, and he went to Israel oh. for a few years. And then my mom came when she was like fourteen. Uh, but uh, interestingly enough, my dad actually left in seventy-seven, expecting to go back. He uh, he left before like. Uh, anything really started yeah, lo- yeah no, my, key, my, my dad still thinks he's going back my dad's not a citizen that's crazy he's like one day when i go back i don't want them to judge me for my american citizenship wait this should be part of our new segment shit my persian dad says <laughs> <laughs> oh. so on this week's segment of shit my persian dad says i feel like it's just your dad at this point. <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's just he gives me so much content like he's such a ridiculous person it's amazing yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So to continue what I was saying, um, so my yeah, my mom was born in the U.S. Her parents came here uh, when they were young. My uh, grandmother was six, and my grandfather I think was twenty years old. That's after, amazing. That, what yeah. brought That's them insane. here? Is that before Israel was even a state? Like I'm trying to yeah. see like so, chronologically. So my grandfather has a crazy story. To make a long story short, he ran away from home when he was eight years old in Iran, hopped on a plane, went to Israel. Wor- Wait, but was Israel Palestine? No, so this was 1950. Was this? Oh, okay, so, so Israel okay. was like seven years old? Two years old. Two years old? Israel yeah. became a state in 1948. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was two years old. Um, wow. And back then... Uh, you didn't really get to decide where you were, uh, where you went, because it was a socialist country. 
So they told you, hey, you're needed here. So he worked on a kibbutz, didn't see his parents for 10 years. How did he get on a flight? Um, okay, so his, so this, this is the longer part. Um, no, this is what the podcast yeah, is here for. This is amazing. I feel like if I had a grandpa like that, I'd never be able to live up to his cool factor. Like, Look, this, this guy was a G. Like, <laughs> this, this guy has... We need to have him on. Uh, so sadly, he passed away. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, uh, but, but I do have, like, crazy stories of, about him. Like Our reviewer, who might be Ashkenazi, who thinks we're racist against <laughs> Ashkenazis, but... Um, you, I think you were the one who told me that there was, if, I don't know if it's a conspiracy or if this actually happened. Oh, oh well, no, this is a whole different story. So my grandparents well, also moved to Iran. Well, let me just say this. Okay. So there's a, apparently there was a phenomenon going on um, in the 50s in Israel that Ashkenazi families who didn't have enough kids, like couldn't have kids, they would just steal what? Mizrahi, yeah. Jewish, so like I Persian have a story kids. about that. Um, Persian so, kids would go miss, missing. Yeah, I know they Persian, were Persian, but Sephardi kids. So, like it was oh, Moroccan, so oh, okay, Tunisian, okay. whatever, uh, Yemenite. Okay. So basically, what happened is my grandparents were the first in their family um, to leave Iran because my grandfather they got married at like seventeen and thirteen, and my grandfather was just always very obsessed with the idea of going to Israel. And, like he changed his last name to Yerushalmi, like. Like, he was just very obsessed with the idea of going to Israel. Um, and basically what happened was they already had one kid. And my grandfather was in the army on and off for 20 years. Because being one of the first, like, pioneers to go to Israel, they were, like, living in tents in the dirt. Like, he really, like, they really, like, devoted themselves to the country. And basically what happened was when my grandma was pregnant with her second child, her name was Ruti. And uh, basically she got sick and my grandma took her to the hospital and they took the baby and they told my, my grandma was maybe 15 at the time. This was her second kid or 16. Yeah. And um, they just the nurses told her like she passed what? and my grandma never saw the body. They what? never had a burial. And everyone in my family thinks it's like a conspiracy. Like like maybe she because they had like a whole segment on it on the Israeli news like a, a few years ago. And my, like, mom, like, jokes, like, yeah, maybe she's alive out there somewhere. Like, some Ashkenazi family Holy stole God. her. And I'm like, what, you don't want to go find her? My mom's response was, I have enough annoying siblings as it is. I don't need another one in my life. Oh, my. <laughs> That's crazy. You, you want to know what? Forget that uh, Ashkenazi commenter. I wouldn't put it past them to, like, to, to, to pull stuff like that. They were super racist back then. Oh, they're still super racist. What do you mean? In Israel, there's so much racism against Sephardi oh, Jews. Still? Yeah, of course. I thought they, they uh, now just aim it towards the Ethiopians. It's still oh, no, the, the Ethiopians have it pretty bad right now. It's oh really, it's honestly very sad how much racism yeah. there is against Ethiopians in Israel. Um, but no, Sephardis are still somewhere on that yeah. scale. Yes, it was, it was why. Have you guys ever seen the movie Salah Shabbati? Salah Shabbati? I feel like yeah. I should have it. So it's this old-timey Israeli movie. Like, it's in black and white. Um, it it stars the guy who played Tevye from Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, okay. Okay, so and he speaks Hebrew, obviously. The whole movie is in uh, Hebrew, but it's about an... Sephardic family who comes to Israel in uh, 1948 and how like they put them in the shanty towns mm -hmm. and like even oh though, wow I need to watch this oh it, but it's a comedy and no I know that sounds it's hilarious so far so like one of like one of the jokes are like um, we're talking about kids so they get off the boat and he's like counting his kids he's like 
did I have 12 kids or 14 <laughs> kids? Like, how many oh did I have? Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> and then, like, uh, oh, it was, it's, and then um, the, the, uh, his name is, is, uh, is a pun. It's Salah Shabbati, Slicha Shabbati. Sorry, yeah. I Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. It's a hilarious film. So you said your mom was born in America and yeah. she's Persian. That's, That's insane. I, yeah, I don't think I'm I know so, anyone else who's not first generation. So, yeah, so I don't... So, so what was your upbringing? Like, what, what, what was her expectation yeah, of you? So I wasn't born in Great Neck either, as I said. So I'm... I don't want to say disconnected, but I don't have the ties to, like, uh, to the Persian community that a lot of uh, guys my, my age do. You that, mean, like, mentality-wise? Yeah, you don't have that. Was, uh, yeah, you came here with a skateboard. You know? Yeah, skateboard. and I love your button-down. You look like you're in Hawaii, like... It's like feel forty like something it. degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> wishful thinking, wishful thinking. Oh, did I you love wear that. this Venice Beach hat for me. Um, I was, I was actually <laughs> thinking you. about it. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was actually so I, I started wearing a lot of hats because because I'm growing out my hair and looks looks kind of weird right now. But no, I, uh, I remember you guys saying how much you like tequila, so I was choosing between a tequila hat and the Venice Beach <laughs> oh hat, and just went and I went with Venice Beach. Yeah. The image I've made for myself on this podcast, like, holy shit, I need to relax with the drinking. Well, there's no drinks here now, so... Yeah, just snacks, just goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your mom. Yeah, so I didn't grow up in a house that spoke uh, Farsi pri- um, primarily, which which I found, like, with with my cousins, uh, they, they uh, speak Farsi way more fluently than I do, because, um. like, they grew up in a house that speaks Farsi, um... My mom definitely has uh, Persian friends, but like, it's not like I hung out with the, like their, their kids. kids my my age a lot. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. uh, it was like like her friends talk about like back in Iran and like she has like she has yeah. no <laughs> idea. What so where did she grow up exactly? She yeah. grew up in Bayside and Great Neck actually. Wow, that's, Bayside, that's yeah. so white. <laughs> No, Bay- Bayside used to be where the Persians were. Really? Like, that long ago. Wow. Like, this is... I, I honestly don't think I know anyone who came that long ago. Like, that's yeah. insane to me. It was... You guys have been here for a while. Long time, yeah. And then, uh, and, 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 and it leads to interesting things. For mm-hmm. example, like, everyone that I know in Great Neck or the Persian community in New York has family in L.A., of course. Yeah. My, my mom's side doesn't have family in L.A., it's, oh, yeah, because because they they all either came to Israel or uh, New York because they came so early. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I didn't. I went to Solomon Schechter. I so went to Solomon Schechter oh, for like two really? years. <laughs> my brothers went there. Wait the the one on Long Island. The one in Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the one in Jericho for yeah. elementary school. For like kindergarten and first grade, and then I switched to okay, public. Yeah, yeah so, so we we definitely wouldn't have met. Yeah, but um, but then. I was like, there was like two Persian kids in my graduating class. It was me and one other kid, and and like he came in middle school, so like it was. And, and my grade actually had like a good amount of Persians. I would really? Say. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. There were there were uh, Persians older than me, but like mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. It's it it, it, it leads to interesting things in my uh, in my day to day now. Like now I'm starting to be more involved in Persian community because. Yeah. I just find how important it is to be part yeah. of the community, and um, and then I'm like, sometimes I find myself, I'm like, damn, I mix better with white people. <laughs> I feel that way as well. I've, I'm yeah, I also I have a very conflicted identity. So, 
it, what were your like what were your parents expecting you to study in school for example oh yeah so i went into school with a so i'm at brew college went to school with a comm major within the first week my dad's like no not not <laughs> happening i i actually remember the oh, argument yeah. that changed my my mind where like uh it was in the it was after shabbat dinner and he's like you're not majoring in comm i'm like what like i really so uh some backstory about me I grew up with a really bad stutter. Um, mm-hmm. It was hard for for me to even say my name. Well, you're but, speaking amazingly. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it, it might come out later, but uh, okay. but now, but yeah. So communication has always been an interesting thing to me. I'm like, yeah, I love to ma- uh, major in business com. But then, uh, and then he's like, no, you're doing accounting. I'm like, okay. Oh. At least your dad had that conversation with you in your first year. My fourth year of college, I studied fashion merchandising. Mm-hmm which is a BBA. Um, but because it's fashion, yeah. my fourth year of college, my dad goes, so this isn't really what you're doing, right? You're going to switch to a different major in like a different school? I'm like, dad, I'm graduating in a few months. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking but, about? But here's, here's, here's one of the things I want to talk about. You guys can only talk, like say from like the girl's per, um, perspective. perspective. Yeah. Like, like, you you don't have the the, the pressure of like, Girls like like if it, like for example my my friend he goes to U Chicago phenomenal school like, yeah. like top ranked and he's majoring in geology no no Persian girl is 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 gonna I understand marry what you a guy mean, yeah. who's majoring in geology so and like that's why we're so happy rocks. to have you like, here because we do always talk about yeah. things from our perspective from the girls' perspective and our perspective is. A lot of the time, people are expecting us to go to college to find a guy, to get mm-hmm. married, go to med school so you can meet a doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, not to be a doctor, mm-hmm. but, like, I want to hear about the guy's perspective. Like, you probably feel like you can't do whatever you want because you need to be making a certain amount of money to have a certain type of girl. 100%. And, the and like, the, the princess that Persian dads... <laughs> like are are molding oh in in this day and age is like like i i, I hear stories that completely blow my mind so uh, tell so, us a story so, i want to hear so i have a uh, so i think last podcast someone came on and tell saying how um she wanted to date a guy or marry a guy but to marry him uh she had put like 100 grand in a uh, yeah an account yeah that that was crazy but i heard a similar story happened to a guy friend of mine who who the and he was still in school He's still in school, and the uh, the father he was Syrian actually, uh, okay. but the girl was Persian, and the um, and the father was like uh, was like yeah the only way you could date my my daughter is if uh, is is if you pay for the whole wedding, and then he's like he's like I'm in I'm, I'm in school like how how can I, I think this is all crazy, you know. I think like, I just grew up with a very different mentality. Yeah. Like my mom personally was making more than my dad when they got mm-hmm. married. Because my mom, the way her family dynamic was, her older sister was always home taking care of the younger siblings, and she was always in her dad's store. So she was working from a very young age. She mm-hmm. was always taught to just be her own man, kind of, like what Cher said. Cher was like, my mom told me to marry a rich man, and I told my mom, I am a rich man. So it's kind of <laughs> this idea of, like, I don't need a rich man. I am going to be the rich man in my own life. Yeah. And my mom was making more than my dad when they got married. And my mom said, like, I'm a little older. Like, if I'm getting married now, I want it to be huge. I want to make a big bang out of it. Mm-hmm. And my dad said, no, I just want the basics. So they had a deal. He paid for the basics and whatever extra shit she wanted, she paid for herself. 
but, I, I was just never raised with that mentality that like I'm gonna auction myself and be like, if you want to marry me, you have to pay this much. Well, yeah, I know there's a there's a certain rule that I forgot. I'm I feel like I'm such a out of touch Persian, but it's <laughs> usually like the bride side will have to pay for the engagement and the man or the yeah, group, or maybe it's the other way around. Well, like I feel like the whole them. idea yeah, of yeah. that comes from the idea of a dowry, and that someone is like paying for the wedding as opposed to a dowry kind of like formed into mm-hmm. that but yeah so so at the end of the day it almost comes into like half half when it comes to, to to financials but like but when one side says you, you you have to put 100 grand into a bank account or you you have to pay for the whole thing the expectation in the persian community just like from both sides really yeah it's just like it's just it's uh, sometimes it's people want more than the, the, what reality can uh, I, I was actually deliver. speaking to my one of my mom's close friends and today about mm-hmm. the podcast she's been listening to mm-hmm. it oh I didn't God. want to send it to her but oh she's, she's like a very very modern thinking woman and she said, no, I want to listen to it because I want to hear what younger people are saying. Did you tell her to, to skip the first episode? Because the first episode is by far like the most the raunchiest. Like, like, like <laughs> I, 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 I still don't know which one. Someone's talking about a doctor's finger in their ass. Like, oh. Oh, God. <laughs> that was, that was, and then... That was uh so do you do you do you tell your friends be like yeah like So personally listen but, I, but just just don't listen to the first Like one. my friends I'm happy for them to listen to all of them but my mom I recently told my mom about it hmm. and she was so excited and she's like I'm telling all my friends to listen oh, like, and I I told her I'm like mom like a lot of your friends are a little bit more old fashioned like you're a modern mm-hmm. Israeli woman who was born and raised in Israel but a lot of your friends are Persian who came from Iran like yes. however many years ago and are a little bit more closed off than you are and not as open-minded and her response to me which i loved was if they have a problem with anything you say on this podcast that's their problem not yours because we're living in a modern world and you're a modern girl talking about real things that are happening in this world and if they have an issue with that then they shouldn't listen the the crazy thing is it's not even about coming from iran so so my so the person that actually told me about about this uh, about this podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, went, tell us how you found out. So about I <laughs> was I was actually in Great Neck. I was waiting for the for the train, and then I, I bumped into my friend. And then he's like, "Hey, you gotta check out this this this, this, this <laughs> wait, podcast." Wait, I I love that. He's like, he's I like, love that. He's like, wait, no, but wait, wait, what he on, said about that. On, so like, you're not you, gonna love it in like, a minute. He's like, you gotta check out these podcast. This podcast is run by these two Persian girls. I'm like, what's this name? It's like Persian girl podcast. I'm like, phenomenal name. <laughs> it's like it, it says it says everything it's about in the title. <laughs> Uh, but he's like, yeah, but it's disgusting. It's like they they they're talking about the guys that they they slept with, like this, that. And then I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, where's the disgusting? Wait, oh <laughs> but it's like, God. and then and then I'm like, it it it, it kind of reminded me of uh, do you do you guys know those parental guidance things before like um, Game of Thrones? It's yeah, like, like, it's like this, this show, show might contain like gore nudity. I'm yeah. like, those are my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, why, why, why are you warning me? This is what I like. So it was like, it was just like that. He's yeah. like, um, he's like, uh, yeah, don't listen to it. Like this. That. And then I, the first thing I did on the trade was like, oh, I'm listening to this. I and still love that. I I love that I'm pissing off these Persian boys. Me waiting, too. <laughs> waiting to get on the long island. Low key, low key I get off to that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We love you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Keep Thank listening. you to all the haters. And then, and then you af- make my day. And then, and then after I I uh, heard that, I'm like, whoa, these girls are like, um, like 
like on my speed. Like there's no way I could talk about this with any Persian girl that I know. I have to meet them, and then that's uh, that's when I reach <laughs> out to you guys. But isn't it amazing that every almost every week we're interviewing new Persian girls and oh, they're it. speaking yeah. exact? We're speaking the same language, and the, they're telling I mean? us things that they don't feel comfortable telling their own friends the a lot of the time. Things are all from LA. Do you do you think I that know, has anything they? to no, do? No. So we did speak I, I to some new, girls. I think New York is. We spoke to like four girls from New York, mm-hmm. but they didn't. The thing is, yeah, New Yorkers are, are more closed off yeah. and more cautious. They didn't want their voices to be on yeah. it, but they did want yeah. us to share their stories because at the end of the day, they want to feel like they can be relatable and like people can relate to them. Mm-hmm. So they want people to hear their stories, but they don't want to say who they are. Well, shout out to the LA girls. <laughs> Love you. Yeah. Holding it down for me. <laughs> I'm going to pat myself on the back <laughs> for bringing all the LA girls on the podcast. Um. Do you think it uh, has anything to do with the culture in not the culture of the community, but like what New York culture is compared to what L.A. culture is? Yeah, or? no, My, the thing is with L.A. is that people think like, oh, everyone in like L.A. is from Beverly Hills mm-hmm. and it's so like everyone's so spoiled. Yeah, I mean, like most Persians live in like West L.A., Beverly Hills, <coughs> Westwood, whatever those mm-hmm. areas. But the thing is. LA is not as sheltered as Long Island is. Like all these kids from Long Island, are like I'm New Yorkers. Like you're not really New Yorker. Yeah. Like I, yeah, mm-hmm. I went to Beverly High, but like, where did I go on the weekends? Like I would go downtown. I would go to like an underground punk show, and like That's there true. wasn't even a bouncer. There was just this guy who would, like hold a knife, like who was homeless, and he was the unofficial bouncer. You know what I mean? Like I actually was like around. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to say, like, oh, look at me, I'm so tough, but it's like mm-hmm. I was in in the amidst no, the for city, sure. Long Island an is a bubble. City, Long Island is a and I was bubble. interacting with different types of people. Like I didn't really have many Persian friends growing that, up, so that I feel very. Yeah alienated and isolated Mm -hmm. so it's nice to talk to persian girls that i thought i wasn't necessarily Mm -hmm. like like i could relate to them but i now i'm seeing that i can relate to them but yeah so i'm i think the culture in la is different that we're much more open-minded because we're even though it's like oh it's not new york city we know that but it's not like Persians in New York are from New York. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, there absolutely. are the New York City yeah, Persians, but like, yeah, but there are very small like, I know you're in Long Island. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> we, we see the stats. We know who's listening. <laughs> um, no, I definitely, something that bothers me is that growing up, I would always hear people say like, oh, like the LA Persians mm-hmm. aren't as classy as the New York Persians. They don't have as much class. Like they're too modernized. And that just bothers Forget me that. so Forget much. Because no, they're just more real. 100%. They're doing all the same things that my issue is that like girls in the community, what I've noticed is they'll judge their own friends for doing something. Like I feel like at a party, if Persian girls are at a party, they're always looking to see what their friends are doing and trying to be a little more like prude than their friend like okay my friend over there jessica is standing 10 inches away from a guy and talking to him my friend over there rachel is standing like five inches away from a guy so i'm gonna be like in the middle i'm not gonna be as raunchy as her who's standing so close to a guy like always trying to be a little less like out there than their friends so that that they can go judge their friend and be like oh like you're standing so close to him people are gonna talk like that's really insane that is so much like like how doesn't your head hurt after a party i feel like that's one of the reasons why there are times that i feel that i don't click with 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 a lot of persians have you dated a persian girl um so i haven't really dated like so 
I'm only 21. Uh, I'm I'm kind of like n- not exactly looking for for someone to to date. I'm a really weird guy who. Uh, <laughs> I honestly didn't start dating until like the last few months, like the past few months. Yeah, I'm 23, I'm, so a few years on. I've been on dates, but not with Persian girls. Uh, there was one, one half. Half Persian, half Ashkenazi girl. Okay. That, that I love the way you say Ashkenazi. You say it with a Persian accent. Ashkenazi. 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 Oh my god. All these white people. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was. She was half Persian, half white. <laughs> half you. white. <laughs> I freaking love you. But um. But yeah. No. It was. It, uh, it was. It was very like a laid back thing. We just w- went to a bar. It wasn't like a nice dinner. I'm. I'm just not the type of person to take like. If if you want that, like like I can take you out to like a, yeah. a, a nice dinner. Like for, for example, last night I found myself at a gay punk rock rock bar in Brooklyn, and like all my friends wanted to go. I'm like, no, I'm staying here. Like this is my seat. But back to the whole dating thing and the idea yeah. of going out for a drink as opposed to a dinner. In my opinion, a first date should never be a dinner because it's too much commitment. 100%. A first date should be drinks because then you can have one drink. If it's going well, two drinks. If it's going well, really well, three drinks and what? whatnot. Relax, okay? What? <laughs> three so, drinks? It's like a night out for me. That's like, whoa. Um, I think everyone, all our listeners have realized by now that the New York girl talking is a little bit more psycho than the LA girl. <laughs> In, in different ways I, yeah i think we're psycho in different ways Very, yeah we're just more we, like we have we have our own psycho alcoholically inclined. <laughs> um but yeah like i think a first date is way too much commitment to go to a full three course meal and sit down with this person sit across from them and talk to them like number one a drink helps mm-hmm. you let loose a little because you're going to be nervous on a first yeah. date and you need maybe a drink to help you be yourself a little bit more with this new person or, but then also if yeah. it's not going well, you text your friend to call you and pretend that there's an emergency and you bounce. No, I don't like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was like, that's like up there with ghosting someone. And I like, like, like just, just being dishonest about, about the whole occasion. Just like, come on, we're, we're, we're adults. So we're, we're adults. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I'm not so good with. Um, I'm a pretty confrontational person. I hate when people are passive aggressive because I'm not good at reading people like signs and signals. So you have to be very aggressive with me in regards to your emotions. But I remember I was seeing this guy and he ended up really liking me and I wasn't so interested. So I kind of just told him like, listen, like, let's just be friends, whatever. And later on, I met someone I really liked who kind of hurt me. And only when they hurt me did I realize how much I hurt the other person and how much I led them on for a little bit. And only after that was I able to, like, go and consciously, like, write him a whole paragraph about how sorry I am. But, like, in regards to people who ghost, yeah, like, I wrote him, like, a really long thing talking about, like, how sorry I am, how I didn't realize what I did to him until someone else did it to me. But the the point is, people who ghost are just cowards. And, like, I was trying my hardest not to be that coward and to be honest with this person and tell them just like listen i'm sorry that i don't have those feelings for you have for me i can't force that but yeah people who ghost and just can't admit like how they feel about a person and can't just tell someone like listen i don't feel this way about you those are just fucking cowards and those people piss me off the most there's a difference between ghosting and then just being a shitty texter like i'm a shitty texter i i like i i could respond to a text a week late but but I, I so my issue is sometimes someone. I think I responded to someone because I responded in my head 
And then like a day later, I'm like, what the fuck? I never responded <laughs> to this person. That happens to me. You're you're the second person to that I met to have that problem. Really? I was like, yeah, just just send the text. So- Phone calls are definitely yeah. my, my, um, calls are my go-to. Also, yeah. I have no etiquette in regards to texting. I think what you're talking about is me texting all day is the fact that, what did I send you? You saw me responding to a guy and I wrote laugh my ass off in all caps with like the, five or seven five, O's. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, you just met this guy. And I'm like, so? And you're like, you can't write that many O's. I'm like, I'm like, where's yeah. this rule book I never heard of? You I'm on your him. side. <laughs> I yeah. hadn't met him. Wait, oh my God, I haven't met that one at that point. That's yeah, why you're you- freaking out. But, like, where's this rule book? Like, I thought what he said was funny, so I wrote, like, seven O's. Like, laugh my ass off, 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 off. For for, for someone who doesn't like calling, you definitely don't know texting etiquette. I I don't know texting etiquette either. I just personally don't like calling because I feel like calling is awkward. If I'm going to talk to you, I want it to be face-to-face. We recently were talking about, like, different new definitions that we have in our generation that other generations didn't have to deal with one of them is ghosting one of them was um twerk (laughs) no we're talking about like relationship type of uh definitions one was like breadcrumbing where someone randomly like like will like pop in and either like dm you randomly or text you randomly just to like leave a like breadcrumb trail uh, so that you remember that they exist and like you like always end up back with them. You guys are um, so annoying. You breadcrumbers. <laughs> not Do you deal with a lot of breadcrumbers? I don't. I deal with more, um, what's the one where they, haunting. I deal with haunting a lot where a guy will stop talking to you but he is like the first one to watch all your stories oh, wow. and always likes your new pictures that you post but will not talk to you and will not hang out with you. Like, like ghosted you but it's still like ah oh, look at her no i you get the breadcrumbers because i come off as shy i think to a lot of people mm-hmm. at first and i don't really like post um provocative photos of myself so like a lot of guys they'll meet me and they'll think like oh well like she's wife material like she's so like <laughs> little they do I'm, they know <laughs> they think i'm like so do you know what i mean so soft-spoken and I, I think i am soft-spoken in certain mm-hmm. situations but i also you know um, I think uh, say a lot of things that are out there, but yeah. So they'll like want to talk to me to like save me for their future, and I'm like, bitch, you don't even know how crazy I'm getting. Like, you don't even know what's <laughs> like. Don't save me for your future. I, like, I'm not what you think I am. So, so I, so I actually know some Persian guys that call that planting seeds. Yeah, oh. planting seeds. And That's when, what I think. When I, is, when I, when I heard that, it just sounded just so off to me. I'm just like. Can you just say I love you? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 but hang on. There's 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 other stuff that I want to say. Like like uh, back like five seconds ago. Okay, okay. You guys are too much like into this like haunting. Like there's no guy that I know that even thinks about that. Like maybe like 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 the, the 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 texting etiquette like. Like whenever I go up to my guy friends about like how should I how should I deal with this situation, most guys that I asked are like. Dude, I don't even. We just like I. I just kind of just like they don't overthink yeah, it at all. They don't just send it. it. Yeah, so you're you, saying you, you, when you guys, guys like watch overthink. your story, even though they're not talking to you, they're not they're intentionally not doing it. They're just like flipping through stories. But then again, every guy's different. I mm-hmm. can't. I can't speak for every guy. And because like, like personally, like the guy that I'm speaking about, like in specific, like this is the second time that he randomly stopped talking mm-hmm. to me. This has happened in the past. 
and I later found out, like, a lot of my friends were like, oh, it's not intentional. Mm. He's just watching stories and happens to pass through yours. But then when we started talking again, he, like, told me he was, like, kind of keeping tabs on me. And he, like, knew who I was seeing at the time. Yeah. So, like, with certain guys, with certain guys, it's different. There there are some Certain guys, guys do it intentionally there. to, like, piss you off and just remind you that they're there and they're watching. There, there are some guys that know the game, mm-hmm. quote-unquote game. I'm not, so I don't know so much about that. I don't know. I have literally no game. Um, are either of you part of this, like, Persian moms of Great Neck group? Do you, do you guys know what I'm talking do about? Do I look like I belong to the Persian do, moms of Great Neck group? Do I look like I po- belong in the <laughs> Persian Are you in the group? You, I, I was put in the group. <laughs> see, 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 you know how in Facebook you could just be added yeah. to group? I was just Wait. added to this group. <laughs> What are and they talking about? I'm so interested. I'm, about I'm to gonna say, join. It's some I'm wild. Join. I don't some care. I'm not a Persian mom, and I'm not from Great Neck. So, I'm gonna join. <laughs> so, so like now nowadays, it's like about technically was born in Great Neck. Though. Nowadays, it's like about like how to raise your like baby. So like someone would ask like, oh, what, what, what do you think of, of of this formula? Should we like do breastfeeding? Should we use do formula? Like this mattress, this like, talking about like self soothing yeah, yeah, versus yeah. like. But then. There was this one picture of. Do you guys know the CVS on Middle Neck Road? Yeah, across okay, yeah, across from Colony. Yeah. So, Even so someone took a picture of someone in a, not a, hijab. Hijab is this, but like the full garb where like you could only see their eyes. Oh, niqab. Okay, is that what it's called? Niqab. Niqab. Yeah, something. Okay. N i q a b. Yeah. So someone took a picture of someone wearing that in front of that CVS, saying like. Watch out! There's there's been reports of people hiding AK-47s under their burkas, and oh I'm my like, God. and I'm like, what? like, like you you guys talk about racism in the Persian, uh, um, in 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 like the Persian Jewish communities. Like to me, that was so off. I'm like, you can't just yeah. go around taking pictures of people, then like telling other people, watch out, they might have a gun. That's fucked that up. That can that can lead to like. Like, like, I, I, especially because of what happened recently with yeah. the shooting. Um, the new no, this was shooting. so like yeah. what I'm talking about like happened like like a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. But like it was it was. Why are you part of this group? Um, <laughs> who added are you? I was, just, I, was, I was just added. I don't know. You were just added. <laughs> Look, I, I I I I wasn't even raised in Great Neck. I don't, I don't even yeah. I don't even know what's going on. But I'm I'm, I'm not part of it anymore. But this was Why? like I'm gonna go join. I'm gonna like stealth. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> do you we'll have, use them for content? Um, I wanted to ask: Do you have siblings? Yeah. So I got a older brother and a younger brother. Oh, so no boys. sisters. Yeah, okay. No sisters. So I know nothing about yeah, the, I can girls, tell you don't know the girls. The girls. The girls' uh, perspective. Don't know much about girls in general. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was a nightmare for my brothers. Like, like so afraid of women because of, no, I'm kidding. Uh, honestly, my my whole entire family is guys. Even uh, I only have two two female cousins, and one's in L.A. Oh wow! Yeah. And then, but, but yeah, but that's, uh, there's, wow. it's just a so lot of... So I guess, of... like, I'm surprised that you still kind of, like, know and are conscious of the sexism within the community towards girls. Like, you were talking about, like, the sexism towards guys where you can't, like, study whatever, whatever you want. But, like, yeah. you still know about what girls go through. And, like, I'm surprised considering the fact, like, you don't really have many girls around you. I... I know most because of what you guys talk about. Uh, uh, honestly, I love that. Like, I, love I learned, that we're, like, I learned something people. new every podcast. I'm like, I'm so oh, happy. Oh, that's uh, that's, that's it. So funny. It's so, so nice to meet a guy who wants to learn, who's like willing to listen and learn, and not be like, oh, this is just bullshit. Like, I know. I never even thought 
this would be educational. But I yeah, know. so many of my non-Persian friends have been listening, and they're like, "This is this is so interesting. I never even knew there were so many of these different aspects about like Persian culture as opposed to American so culture." So, am I am I really the only guy that reached out? Uh, no, we actually have one other guy on the waiting list. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah, it's it is very exciting. insanely exciting. From LA or New York, you guys New York. don't want to... Is he from New York? I don't even remember. But but yeah, it is pretty exciting. Oh, it's expanding. I like it. Yeah, it's also exciting like that it. more New Yorkers are reaching out now. I feel like people are getting more comfortable with the idea of like reaching out to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe because like... Our, our new episodes haven't been as raunchy. <laughs> we can uh, make it raunchy. Yeah, should, oh, yeah. make it? <laughs> should I talk about my night last night? Holy shit. No, Wait, please. I have a few more please, questions. Please, please. Wait, for me? Yeah. Or, please. Um, so, I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting. So, what did you decide that you were changing your major to? Oh, yeah. So, I'm majoring in accounting. And, and then when are you graduating? So, I'm graduating in May. Uh, and I'm going to law school. Oh wow! So yeah. Oh so my I god! Am the a, artist is going to law. So school. Yeah, I am, aren't you a photographer? So uh, also, I, I love your photography. I thank was, you. I appreciate that. Looking at your account, I'm like, this guy's cool. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. So for the listeners, um, our guest here DM'd us through his photography page yeah. on Instagram. So that's why I was like, oh, that's so cool! Like a Persian guy photographer. Yeah. I, don't, I guess you're going yeah. to law school. I I don't do much. You, like you sold out, man. Media. Sold out. I sold out. I, I I consider BB like being being a catch. Are you kidding? Persian Jewish <laughs> community accountant and, and, lawyer. and a lawyer and a lawyer. Wow. Next, when you're done with law school, go get an engineering degree. It'll be the whole fucking package. <laughs> no, listen, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> mohandes. Defend you, and he can also take pics for your Instagram. Oh my god, yes. So, so my, uh, so my dad is just a very cautious person. Like more recently, he's he's becoming like more traditional and stuff. But in some senses, he's very open minded. Like my mom was the one to say that, like, oh, um, uh, being gay is a choice for like, like, like for for a while. She like held held that belief, and my Mm -hmm. dad was like, no, like he was he was was very uh, quite left leaning on that. But like, I also want to say, like, in regards to your parents, I feel like a lot of kids don't understand that their parents like kind of grew up rebelling and that's something that i see in this generation as well like even people our age grew up like rebelling and were like i don't like these rules i don't like these standards whatever blah 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 but then once they get married and have their own kids they're like okay it's time for me to grow up and adopt the standards and rules that i was rebelling against as a kid yeah because i see so many people like like I like hear parents tell stories about things that they did and then it's like so you did all those things and you had this interesting life and then you went back to these old traditions and raised your kids by these old traditions 100 percent. and people are doing it now too i see so many people that like are like quote-unquote more modern and like kind of like did their own thing and like didn't really listen to like the standards and the traditions of our like persian culture and Mm -hmm. society and then now that they're like settling down, quote unquote, and getting married, mm-hmm. I see them readopting the things that they were like against when they were yeah. but, younger and more so, quote unquote like youthful. But but honestly, you have to appreciate how much. Um, so you, I feel like a lot of the time you guys shit on like the Persian community for like its ways. But I feel like to some extent you have to appreciate it. Look oh, at we do. look at how far we come. Like what we're in like 
second generation, third generation of, of kids right 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 now in mm-hmm. the, in the Persian community yeah. or like yeah in America yeah and, and it's like no I definitely we appreciate that so we're fo- that like well, we're not that whitewash like I love the yeah. fact that we like I want to learn how to cook more yeah. Persian food and like like I love like the dancing and the music and the culture. Yeah um don't get me wrong like i love the culture yeah. itself i think that there's so many amazing things about it there's so many be- so much beautiful poetry yeah. there's so much that came out of iran that people forget to acknowledge but and i'm just a, saying that yeah. what's hard for me is kind of the backwards true. like old-fashioned um, true true yeah 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 i feel like this is common with a lot of families but i don't know if this is how your relationship is like if the father is more strict and sometimes the mother, mm-hmm. like she may not agree with him, but she's just not going to say anything. She'll be sort of subservient. So do your parents agree on issues like your mate, like what you're studying, for example, does your mom have a different belief or is she on the same side as your father? So, I and if want- she does have a different belief, does she stand up to him? So I want to see how I can like say this. A very politically correct way because I don't know if my parents are gonna hear this, <laughs> but like it's kind of my dad makes makes the choices mm-hmm. and my mom supports him. Like it's also like my mom. Um, so what does she believe? Uh, like if if I did if if I like switch to art, what what or like or, or a major that's seen in in, su- in such a context. Um, my dad, yeah, my yeah. my dad would get would like he 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 wouldn't get angry at me, but he would just like be very rational. Reason he's like, okay, like if if that's the path you're you choose, like like you 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 have to understand that, that you have to stop expecting certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, he he wouldn't be hard like on me. I I I think I I portrayed my my dad in like in in like this like um. No, we get it. We Hard all ass, have, but we like, all have but like, 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 he'll support me in the decisions that I make a, a lot of the time. But, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. My, it's, it's really my, my, my dad making the, the, the choices, and then my, my mom supporting him. Um, I think it's pretty yeah. typical because I think yeah. a woman a lot of the time thinks her job is to like keep the peace in the household, yeah, and not cause more like drama or fighting. Hundred percent. Yeah. So a lot of the time, like women will kind of just like ignore their own like feelings about a subject and be like okay like i'm gonna agree with my husband just to keep the yeah. peace women are very much about keeping the peace yeah like i not don't all i don't well my mom's not like that my mom's a my fighter mom's like <laughs> i mean but my mom's israeli i just can't judge her well, as a persian woman israeli and my mom is fully persian mm-hmm. but your mom is so americanized she's not a typical persian woman that's more subservient no i'm just saying some of these things maybe just don't have to do with culture mm-hmm. that's like essentially what i was getting to mm-hmm. there's just different types of yeah. women because i don't want people who are listening who are not persian to think like all persian women women are like that that yeah. these issues are specifically related to being persian they're not mm-hmm. no a i'm lot sure of every, every culture has mm-hmm. these different types of people and we just wanted to create a platform for it it's not like we're Absolutely. saying yeah. like oh this is all i mean of most Persians. most cultures are more like patriarchal and mm-hmm. the women are tend to be like more like second class yeah and it, it, it might just be because i'm a guy but i don't go to my mom for advice really 
whether for, 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 for yeah for, that's for, what i wanted to ask next yeah like, I, are I you don't, close to their parents which one are you closer with i'm definitely close with my mom not ashamed to say mm. that i still sit on her lap at, at times <laughs> like, I'm, so I'm not definitely not ashamed to say that um no i love when me and my mom cuddle in bed together <laughs> oh yeah time. yeah yeah for sure um i don't cuddle with <laughs> my mom i think being, a being a guy yeah no, but that, I think also, a line, but, I think but, girls see that as a good trait because yeah. when a guy respects his mom, yeah. they see it as like, this guy's going to respect me as yeah. well. A guy I, was, I recently went on a date with, um, uh, he said that like his ex was so disrespectful to her own parents mm-hmm. and he was just like, how are you going to show me respect in a relationship if like you have no respect oh, yeah. for like the two closest people to to you in your life right now yeah this your parents this this uh i don't know how 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 you guys are gonna take this but like when i'm like when i want to find like like someone that uh, that i'm I'm gonna marry or um i i'm I'm not saying girl on on purpose because uh i remember in the beginning we said (laughs) we find the right guy so i'm 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 being (laughs) open-minded being open-minded to that okay um but if they don't have a good relationship with their family, it's 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 honestly a killer. What kind of parent? I mean, what kind of girl do your parents want you to settle down with? Uh, do your parents care if she's Persian? I'll Jewish? tell you. I'll tell you what my dad said. He said, "I don't care if you bring home a big black guy named Tyrone, as long as he's circumcised and Jewish, I'm down with it." <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. Yeah, I swear. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 very because he. He didn't grow up in Great Neck. He didn't. Uh, he uh, he didn't live in. He he lived in Great Neck for a short time. He li- he lived in L.A. for for a little yeah. bit. But he went to. He so he's a GI. He's an uh, MD, and um, so he went to Albany. He was he went to Hofstra for undergrad. He mm-hmm. went to Albany for for grad school. So he was really only home for the weekends. He he didn't. He wasn't yeah. raised in like. He was raised in the Persian community, but like for a lot of the time when he was like being molded and choosing the kind of person he wants to be, he was like in undergrad mm-hmm. where he dormed, or he was in Albany, which was very very far. So he's he's not uh, he's he's yeah he's not like a lot of Persian. Dads. So, but Do I love that know? he still cares about the Jewish part because I feel like oh, all families care, I care about, about the, the Jewish idea part. of their kids still being with them for the holidays, yeah. and they want them to be with someone. Who does the holidays as well? Because then it just makes everything easier yeah. for the family as a whole. Someone who understands the importance of the holidays and understands the importance of like being very family oriented. Yeah. If someone's against the idea of being family oriented, that makes it very hard for parents. Not no. Like I'm, I'm so about marrying Jewish that even if like let's say my brother mm-hmm. or my cousin marries non-Jew, I would not go to their wedding. Really, hundred percent. Not go to their wedding if my brother married. Why? Because, because like I that's feel that's your way of like protesting it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely my my way of protesting it, telling telling them that they. No, I mean obviously, be... but like what? So so why do I I believe that they, that yeah. they should marry Jewish? Because so many people have worked so hard to get you where you are right now, and by you marrying non-Jewish, it's a total smack to their face. It's 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 like saying. I don't respect the culture and the traditions that I was raised with. And I want to bring someone that was raised with uh, different values that I was into the family. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it, no, I mean, I also want to marry Jewish, but I just like I wanted you to kind of explain because yeah. for some listeners, they might just think that that's really closed-minded. But like, I yeah, I'm studying right now women's intellectual history of like prominent German Jewish thinkers from mm-hmm. like the Weimar Republic and like 20th yeah. century, like Rahel Varnhagen and Hannah Arendt, and I read about their lives and all the difficulties they went through in germany as jews and this is even before the holocaust mm-hmm. and it's just um yeah i want to not only continue like the legacy of yeah. judaism but also i want to be able like I, no one is like a non-jew is never going to understand you know is not going to understand like my identity in that way that's so, so i like a lot of my friends growing up would try to like play devil's advocate with me and be mm-hmm. like but what if you fall in love with someone who's non-Jewish? Like, what are you going to let go in love? And I always explain to my friends, I'm like, I'm like, something very important for me is like compatibility within a relationship. Why would I want, why would I choose to make my relationship more difficult by being with someone I'm not compatible with? And the idea of falling in love, that's a choice you make. Like you choose to get to know that person. You chose, you choose to date them, to see them a lot, to really like get to know them one-on-one mm-hmm. and spend so much time with them and devote so much time to them in order to fall in love with them so like i'm just gonna make that choice not to put myself in that position and yeah. not to fall in love with someone that i'm not completely like kind of culturally yeah. and religiously compatible with yeah. um yeah i i, I, I think I for like it. my mom like my mom always says i don't care who it is as long mm-hmm. as as long as it's a jew mm-hmm. but for me personally i just I feel I don't feel compatible with most Persian men. I mean, I don't feel compatible with most Ashkenazi men. I feel much more compatible with Israelis. Like my mm-hmm. mom has nothing to worry about because, if anything, the only thing she has to worry about is the fact that Israeli men, um, the American Israeli men, tend to get married <laughs> so much later that I'm probably not getting married anytime soon. <laughs> That's the only thing she needs to worry about. Um, older guy. Wait, so, <laughs> I have an issue going for older guys. Back to. <laughs> So so they are like pretty chill with who they want you to marry but As, is there what do yeah. you like what do you want like when do you want to get married do you think about these things Yeah so I definitely it's it's so weird like 2 years ago I I, I was like oh I'm not getting married until I'm 40 going to I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to be a big time lawyer going to be a bachelor it's, <laughs> it's going to be like having a party every night Yeah but then um but then I like I I I want to say I got older, but it's like really two years. No, uh, a lot happens. Yeah, like a lot. In a couple couple months. These are like really formative years of our Hon- lives. Early twenties. Honestly, like. turning twenty one is not like a day. Like like over like since I turned twenty one, like I feel like I changed so much. Yeah. Like like I'm I'm um. I'm meeting so many more people, putting myself in so many new situations, things that I wouldn't have yeah, done I before. Yeah, I mean, your own Persian girl podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's big. That's a... so, so you started thinking differently. So, yeah, so about when I want to get married, I'm definitely open to it. Um, but, like, every girl, like, they have, like, an ideal age they're going to be engaged by. That Like, I know Persian yeah. girls, like, they know when they ideally want to be in a relationship and like how serious Mm -hmm. like what age they want to be in a serious relationship and and then like what age they want to be engaged and then what age they want to be married at and then what age they They want to have have kids kids. yeah so So, like i feel like my ideal age is so much older than most girls i meet so so, So what is your ideal age there's one thing that i learned from life is that you could you could uh plan all all you there's a saying it says it says man plans plans and god God laughs laughs. like 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 there have been like my 
Well, uh, I'm not saying you're planning, but like, what do you like? If you could a, choose, I, think I always a, tell people. Obviously, I can't choose when I'm going to meet right. the right person. But if I could choose when to meet the right person, I would want to meet them. Okay. Twenty five, twenty six. Date them for a little bit. Marry twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Kids thirty. So, so I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I'm a little bit embarrassed, but I'm gonna share anyway. Okay. I've 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 been fantasizing. This has been my fantasy. Mm-hmm. If I could find a girl, a Jewish girl in law school, date her through law school. She like helps me, like like, and and she's also in, in law school because like for me, it's actually important that I find someone that like values education them themselves and yeah. isn't just like looking I, I you, you so, so you guys talked about this isn't just looking to get married yeah, like yeah. like how she some girls like have life. this idea yeah. of like going to med school to meet a doctor but like, you want a girl who's going yeah. to law school not to meet a lawyer yeah, to be a lawyer she's her uh, own thing and we're supporting each other yeah. like so that's kind of my fantasy like we're so i love cute. that and then i love that you care about a girl who yeah. appreciates education and like so actually you, wants a girl who's smart because oh, yeah. i don't know if you listened um to our more yeah. recent episodes yeah. but we talk about the idea that like one girl said like a guy came up like her ex-boyfriend yeah. told her like you're too smart it's not good yeah so i see that i actually have a cousin who's uh, she's a dentist and she's she's like in her 40s and mm-hmm. still not married and and i'm actually pretty close to her i, I talked to her and, and from from what i hear it's it's a lot of people are intimidated by, by yeah. her because she's so capable yeah, and guys have a big ego, and if mm. they're going to be with someone who intimidates them, they feel like they have to try harder to be better, and maybe yeah. they don't want to do that. So they'd yeah. rather be with someone who's not intimidating, because yeah, yeah. they don't have to try as hard, and they can just feel better about themselves. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I know what you mean. But... And I like the fact that you want the challenge. Like, you want a girl who's just as smart, yeah. I, and someone who, like, challenges you to be smarter. I have to give a thanks to my mom for being a strong, <laughs> strong, strong female I love that. Uh, a figure in my life. Yeah, my uh it's it, it's it's actually funny. I come from like a family of do- like both my parents are doctors. Like Oh, my- your mom is a doctor. Yeah, she's an, she's a she's an optometrist. <laughs> but well, shout out to your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's great. But here's here's the thing like I don't like I want someone that is very educated, very capable for themselves, but at the same time I don't know if I want them to like be practicing. So, so my, so my mom, even though she's an optometrist, she never practiced a day in her life. Like, like she mm-hmm. she graduated optometry school and then became a mom. Oh, okay. R- so right she's away. not a working optom- optometrist. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so, 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 so I didn't say that. she's not a working optometrist, but like she has the the education and the degrees for it, and she never uh, practiced like. Yeah. A, a so, day. like for example, if you meet this girl in law school, would you want her to practice law after? Like, what like, if she tells you, like, I'm practicing law. I don't want to have kids right away. At, at best, okay, not having kids right away. Um, I'm like I'm like only 21. <laughs> First, I gotta find the girl. No, yeah, I'm just. I, well, I guess I asked a simpler question. It's more like, would you want your wife to have a career? That's all um, I asked. Actually, nah, not not really. Uh, at most part time career because I I I personally feel that the connection between uh, a kid and their mom is very sacred, and I don't feel like like especially if I find her in law school, mm-hmm. like. If if she has a forty hour work week, that's fine. Like like I, you can have a career a, a, with a forty hour work week, obviously. But as I said, if she's a l- lawyer, like lawyers have eighty hours, ninety hour yeah. work weeks. They're they're insane. But people still so, do it. There are women out there who are lawyers and who have yeah, kids. There are a lot of women. Just that in my family they usually have nannies. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not about that. Like, like you could mm-hmm. have a, have a nanny to to help you, but like this, but like even something as simple as breastfeeding. Yeah. I want my wife to breastfeed my my uh, my kid. I don't find it as as me putting like these unreasonable expectations on someone i just find it as we both have a responsibility to raise this kid yeah you can you can work like you you can work take take your time off Uh, i i I know that that a lot of people want that uh time off after you you uh you have a kid but like let me support the 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 family like i i find that um that like that's my responsibility your responsibility is to make sure that, that 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 this kid has is is raised in in a proper mm-hmm. home with with the right uh with the right parental figures and stuff like that. I mean that. 100% it's all according to opinion. Like I have a friend who's uh her mom has like a medical office with her siblings. They're all doctors yeah. and her dad was a graphic designer and yeah. he worked from home. He raised the kids. Yeah. And the mom brought in probably eight times more money than he was okay. bringing in. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So so I probably didn't uh say what i want to say best if she's making more and she's more capable and and has more paths i have no problem take taking care of the kids mm-hmm. but like obviously like she's just more suited for that yeah like 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 she has breasts i don't yeah <laughs> there's certain things at a certain age for kids that a man yeah. just can't do yeah um i know for but sure I mean, breastfeeding isn't really such a long stage come on also, oh. I don't, also, I personally, I personally I don't like, want to. I, I, I don't if know you how. You guys how are watching me. My eyes are like really big right now. Why? No one can watch. I mean, personally, I don't even want to breastfeed. Um, oh, I would want to breastfeed. Really? Maybe only only for maternity leave when I'm on maternity leave. But I'm I see women in the like. Yeah. I work in fashion business. Okay. It's majority women yeah. in my offices, and I see the women who are coming off from maternity leave. And are still going to a separate room to pump mm-hmm. in the middle of the day and like bring the milk home to like breastfeed their baby. And that's I'm just what, like, that's wait, wait, so wait. much effort. How do you bring the milk home to breastfeed? You put baby? it in the fridge and then you bring the milk oh, home. Oh, no, 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 no. Because uh, you're lactating during the whole day. Oh, yeah, like, you don't course. just you only so, lactate, you have so, to pump. You have so, to get rid of it so, or else it like builds up. So for me, it's important that the milk comes straight from the stores, straight from the titties. No, 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 no. That's Are not you, how That's it not works. a thing. Wait, what? Wait, no. Thing. No, you wait, do. What? You have There's to pump. actual breastfeeding, but then you also have to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, also have to pump. You have to pump because it's not like you're always... The baby's going to be suckling on your nipples the yeah. entire day. Oh, no, but, but you, you, you said... Like, release. You, you said, oh, wait, and you give the baby that milk too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th- I didn't know that was yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah of course. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, people have, like, a storage of, like, milk that they build up and they put in the fridge and so that when someone else's babysitting, they, they, they could give they it to the baby. They do breast milk and then they do formula as well. Yeah, so, like, I can see myself. I would want to breastfeed to, like, feel that connection to my child when I'm on maternity leave. Yeah. But when I'm at work, that's just... I see what these women go through, like, going multiple times a day to go pump, and I'm just not about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to switch to formula. Much, I don't know. I'm going to see as much as I can Yeah, do maternity leave's, like, nine months. I think that's enough breastfeeding no, for me. I'm, no, for, for 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 me it's it's like partially like like there's like i definitely for, want a husband who's like very hands-on with ki- the kids yeah yeah like my father that. personally like yeah. never even changed my diaper like i want a man who's good with kids i want a man my that, like, dad is yeah. like he's like a second woman in the house like <laughs> I he love it. Every, I love whenever it. we have dinners and they see my dad helping they're like who is this guy like, they're like <laughs> to my mom they're like where did you find him like my dad helps so much with cooking and cleaning really? also and, like, i hate the fact that in some families like when the man helps out at all the 
like in-laws will like blame the wife and be like oh you don't do enough for your husband look at him cleaning the table why does he have to clean like oh yeah, yeah my dad's family is definitely like that i, I see that mom. so much in the community so and obviously not just this. the persian community it happens a lot in ashkenazi communities so indian whatever it is i help my mom a lot of the time know? it's just an expe- yeah. expectation that like the woman should be cleaning and if the husband's helping like what she's not doing enough um up. also like i have cousins like i'm an only child but i have cousins that like the parents will ask the daughters to do certain things like set the table clean the table and they'll never ask their sons and their sons just sit there and i'm like such double standards i'm never gonna raise my kids with those double standards yeah. so. on that note we're gonna end this episode that was so much fun i really enjoyed this we really enjoyed having you we enjoyed hearing a male's perspective it was, yeah. it was a pleasure being on the show. Hey, listeners. Um, as we said in previous episodes, please subscribe. Uh, we see all of you guys out there listening, and we definitely don't have uh, an equal amount of subscribers to listener ratio. Um, it should be equal. Please subscribe as you're listening right now. Um, this week, we had our first male guest, which was a big milestone for us. Uh, definitely getting his opinion on things like topics within the community. It was definitely very interesting hearing a guy's opinion, but obviously as girls, we're not going to agree with everything that a guy has to say about the community. Yeah. I think it's interesting for so many girls like myself and you, we think that we're meeting this open-minded guy because he'll be into a certain type of music or something, but then you actually get to the real questions. Like when we asked him, if he would want someone that he marries to have a career and you know at the end of the day he basically said that he he doesn't want that which is like that's fine that's his own whatever he wants to do with his life but again i just think that that's why there are so many persian women i mean they even message us that like why am i single why don't men like they don't they're not attracted to me and i think it's like there's still a majority of men who are they just can't help but be unattracted to women who are motivated and women who have their own careers, their own lives. And I, I, yeah, I think that should just be addressed that even this guy who is like skateboarding and he was really cool. I think he's a really nice guy, but and I think he is um, open-minded in a lot of he's ways open-minded in a lot of ways, but still, but still, like you see, like even he this still has this, like, yeah, even this of much old-fashioned. of an op- open-minded guy, like he still wants a woman who doesn't have a career. So um, when people are like, oh, you know, the Persian community isn't that backwards, like no, of course not everyone in the community is, but like that we still have these, um, we we still have people kind of following those ideals. So and it kind of like puts women down like thinking like if i go out and make my own money and if i go out and have my own career guys aren't gonna want me yeah and it's kind of like a girl choosing between a future with a family and a future with herself um i think and it's a really that's a really hard choice to make it's so yeah. sad that women have to feel like they have to do one they have or to the be other alone. they have to choose to be successful yeah um so, i'm probably marrying an ashkenazi guy <laughs> <laughs> they support women with careers also i just i just like to point out the fact that um i think some people have asked us why we're talking less about our dating lives um i haven't had any dates <laughs> since the last one i talked about <laughs> and i have but personally i don't want to make any guy i'm going out on a date with feel like i'm putting him in the spotlight 
Um, so you can discuss it like in six months from now. Probably. Exactly. Yeah. So like I yeah. kind of anything I've spoken about in the past were things that happened months and months ago and that aren't currently happening in my life. But I make a point out of telling every guy that I've been out on a date with recently that I have this podcast and that I talk about women being a modern girl in the kind of old fashioned community. And I kind of want to see a guy's reaction that I'm going out with to see if he's like oh that's weird yeah (laughs) no because you you it is a good way of figuring out if someone agrees with you on these type of subjects and a lot of the guys i do go out with are modern (laughs) and aren't persian i don't really go out with persians um but even there's non-persian guys out there who aren't modern um so yeah i do kind of tell them about it to kind of see their reaction to see if they think that it's cool that i'm doing my own thing and that i like some of them will pretend it's cool well yeah that's the thing that's the but some of them will go and listen to it and the ones that like went and actually listened to it i'm like hmm hey. and who are still talking to me after <laughs> listening to it like wow okay don't forget to subscribe yeah please subscribe <laughs> plugging ourselves in at any moment oh my yeah. god um i definitely feel like we vibe so much better in the podcast like we have such good communication with know, each other when it's just the two of, of us, us had a penis. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma <laughs> always like used to perfect. say that like any of my like one of my best friends in high school my grandma used to say if only if she was a boy you could just marry her and i'm oh, like yeah. word <laughs> i know well if we can't find anyone are you down to do like a lesbian ceremony yeah do you want like the thing is for me if i don't get married by i would say 30 32 i'm just gonna have a kid on my own but like we can raise a kid together i would be so scared to give you a kid no we already talked oh about God. this you're gonna be like the chill oh, like yeah. aunt even because i don't have a sister you're gonna be like the chill aunt that like i'm gonna give my kid to when i've been too anal retentive with them and like they need to let loose and just be with like a normal human all my friends say that like i love yeah. it i love the fact that you guys all see me that way that i'm the image of the like cool aunt for like your kids yeah. when you guys are being assholes to your no, kids you just and make like me feel i relaxed. swoop in like you make people i think that's like a really special quality of oh, relaxed <laughs> so um i don't know is there anything else we wanted to talk about no i guess our guest said that he wanted to talk about more raunchy things but we didn't really get to that on the episode and plus he was so young so yeah it was i kind of was like what do you even have to <laughs> you're okay. such an asshole no we're gonna have if if you guys felt like we didn't cover enough topics this week we're going to have another um another precious persian boy on the podcast coming up oh my precious God. persian boys oh, Dudutala. Dudutala, all the way um so yeah stay subscribed <laughs> that's how you'll know when that episode is coming <laughs> uh yeah don't forget to also give us a nice rating you know five stars and up that's all (laughs) that's all we're taking (laughs) um but seriously we love our listeners keep listening and thank you for like we we see our numbers growing you know we see the statistics and we're just so happy whether or not you don't agree with what we're saying or you do like we still want to hear your feedback yeah um the point of this isn't to just like spew out our own opinions and not hear from others we want to hear other people's opinions we love it like that's the whole point of this is to like we just want to speak openly so people won't freak out and constantly be anxious like oh i wonder what 
the new norms are like i wonder what this person thinks what that person thinks what people are expecting of me like this is so nice that we can just have this so yeah it's yeah, definitely no not about us here. preaching or anything like you know if this guy doesn't want to marry a woman with career that's fine <laughs> do, do you boo <laughs> Oh my god! I just want. I can't with you. Okay, I can't. Okay, I think we're gonna go eat now. Yeah, I'm fucking starving. I had the longest night I hope of my you life. Got your dishes done while you were listening to this. Yeah, all the women <laughs> listening to this. Oh, this one rabbi one time. Wait, um, I love how I'm like, oh, I'm so against this like provincial like wife, and then and then I'm like, hope you got your dishes. Oh my god, this one rabbi. He he had the speech and he asked a question from the audience about like politics and a woman raised her hand and she was the only one who had the right answer and he's like wow like how do you know the answer do you have like a radio or a tv in the kitchen wow <laughs> and i i really hate this rabbi anyone listening probably knows who i'm talking about if if you know this rabbi you know that who he said this, this i don't know this rabbi should i like call him out yeah what do you mean this is what we're here for his name is rabbi mizrahi but yeah, personally, I just like to say that, you know, some men do. This is so Persian. We're saying like, we've said goodbye 10 times. I know. Oh my <laughs> Persian God. goodbye ending this podcast. It's so finish your thought. amazing. Um, basically, different men have different opinions of like what they want in a woman and like what they want their future wife to be like. I remember telling my mom one time, I'm like, oh, I'm never going to be a housewife. I'm going to be a working wife. And my mom's response was, that's good because you'd be the worst housewife ever. I've never seen someone so horrible at cleaning. And I'm like, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> no, my problem is, is like, I want to be the working woman, but like, I'm also such a freak about I don't cleanliness. Know, like, I, cleanliness like, yeah. I want to do all of it. Oh my god, no. I'm that person who pretends like, to be bad at dishes. things so that people won't ask me to do them. I learned that from my lazy father. Shit, my Persian dad does. Here's a new segment. There's shit my Persian dad says and shit my Persian dad does. Shit my Persian dad does. He goes to the fridge and looks for something and it's literally right in front of his face and he tells me he can't find it just so I'll come and get it out for him. And I don't do it because I'm a strong woman and I tell him to do it himself. Wait, this is insane. <laughs> oh my God. I love how much content my dad gives me. It's great. Yeah, well, it's, it's usually like shit my Persian mom says. It's like the me. I know, but my mom is so fucking awesome. No, I know. But for you, it's like, that's your, it's yeah. My, it's my daddy-o. But my dad isn't really Persian. Like, he's just intense and crazy in his own, <laughs> in his own right. In his own right. <laughs> I love um, when it's just us talking. I'm sorry. I know. No more guests on this podcast. Know, Everybody, no more guests. No more guests. We're <laughs> killing our vibe. <laughs> Well, we're gonna do maybe like, yeah. No, we're gonna we'll do some episodes alone. That'll be fun. No, eventually, yeah. I think for now, there's just or let us know what you think. Maybe we should do a poll on Instagram. Yeah, maybe we should only do half an hour guests, half an hour us. Yeah, or no guests at all. We can like skip weeks some, and like schedule yeah, guests for week after. Yeah, yeah. We should do a poll. We want to we'll hear what you guys have to say. Okay. Well, salam, khodafes. <laughs> That was so cringe. Oh my god, shut up. What if it's there listening to it in the morning? This guy who we just interviewed said he was oh. listening to it on his commute to work. So What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? 
Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, and analyst consumer access.org number 330.